Hey everyone, this is Doc Joe Brown, and I want to welcome you to episode 2 of Pro Wrestling Talk for the Detroit Pistons fan. In this episode, I get to sit down with my cousin, who I've watched wrestling and the Detroit Pistons with for over 30 years. So I was really looking forward to recording this episode. And with Halloween right around the corner, and more importantly, Hell in a Cell this Sunday, we discuss the scariest wrestlers and the scariest Pistons of all time. We even throw in some Halloween Havoc discussion. Eric does not have any social media handles. He told us, as you can hear in the recording, just catch him in the wind. You can find me, Doc Joe Brown, R-N-N-G, on Twitter. The R-N-N-G is for real name, no gimmicks. And the show's Twitter handle is Pistons Pro Wrestling Fans, if you would like to join the conversation. On the wrestling front, this week, we saw Lana return to Raw, and she kind of turned her back on Rusa. Well, she didn't kind of, she did. When you look it up on YouTube and on the news sites, you will see it got a little bit edgy there to be the G-rated or the PG air. Wednesday Night Wars was absolutely phenomenal. If you have a chance, watch the first match on NXT between Matt Riddle and um, Adam Cole, baby. It was absolute, it was just I mean, I don't want to call it a five-star match, but it was a great TV match. And the same on AEW. The first match featured Cody Rhodes, and I can't think of the guy's name, but it was really good. A lot of moves you don't see in the WWE universe. So if you could see any part of the Wednesday Night Wars, catch that, those parts of the show. Um, Jack Swagger made his surprise appearance on AEW. It had been rumored through the day, but he did appear, and I don't know, it gave him a fresh look. As you know, he's a crossover star, MMA and wrestling. And then tonight, SmackDown ended and another crossover star appeared. Cain Velasquez showed up to confront Brock Lesnar after he beat Kofi Kingston for the belt. So we're just really excited about Hell in a Cell this weekend. Oh, how could I forget? On the Pistons front, uh, it was media day. Head over to Locked on Pistons if you want to hear all about that. But the big news is that Blake Griffin had strep throat, so everybody kind of lost their breath for a minute. Like, is Blake okay? Is it anything serious? So he didn't practice a couple days, but he's back with the team. We got a preseason game coming up this Monday. Oh, and I wrote down right here, Isaiah Thomas was around. So I don't think he's on the coaching staff or anything, but she just made an appearance just to kind of give everybody a pep talk. I did want to mention this since I am kind of like a sneaker guy. The D-Rose 10 sneakers did come out, and they must be in limited quantities because pretty hard to find. Um, so if you find a pair, great. Uh, there were no direct piston colorways, but I can't imagine them not doing that moving forward. So everybody enjoy this episode. Just kind of sit back, laugh. Again, it's tug-in-cheek. Thanks so much for your support, and I will holla at you later. I'm good. Man. All right, so this is episode... I guess this is officially episode one because we were on episode zero with Kyan. Yes, we are. We wanted to get that Malice at the Palace information out there. But I have with me Eric McKenzie. Do you have any social media handles or people this, just have to catch you in the wind? Yeah, they got to catch me on the streets. I like that. I like that. So the only person that probably knows as much about pro wrestling and the Pistons is me. I agree. I'm not saying I know... More, I'm just there's people that know way more about wrestling than me. There's people that get paid to know about wrestling. I agree. Dave Meltzer, all the of professor, these, Mike Tenay, right? Uh, right. After, there's yes. people that get paid to know about the Pistons, beat writers, but sequentially knowing about both past and present, 
Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy. Eric McKenzie. Eric Mack. E Easy E. You got Easy it. E still your favorite rapper? It's still my favorite still rapper. Still your favorite rapper. <laughs> We're recording on one of the most historic weeks in wrestling. Yes, it is. The Indeed. wars are back. Wrestling on TNT. Wrestling on a uh, USA. At the same exact time. That's a wonderful thing. I never thought in my lifetime I would see it, but here we are in 2019. And your favorite wrestler right now is Sonny Kiss, correct? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. But on top of that, for this podcast, important purposes, the Pistons yes. are back. It's like the best of both worlds for a wrestling fan and a Pistons fan. The and Pistons D-Rolls. Can you believe, can you believe growing up, can you believe that, first of all, Monday night or the Wednesday night wars have returned? But not only that, we haven't really talked about this, but the Pistons are back in Detroit. Now, they've only been here for about two seasons now. Well, that's a big deal, man. That's, that's, that's huge. And last time we did Malice at the Palace, will there be a little Caesars beat down or I, I couldn't even think of anything that rhymed that quick yeah, they, no, I certainly <laughs> rivalries aren't even that good anymore we got people switching teams anything for a ring because so. as cayenne aptly uh, uh put in that last episode there that was in oakland county now we are in the heart of detroit <laughs> and we don't need that man we don't we, need that we got enough bad publicity we, we do we do we don't need that so, so on top of this historic week many people would say tonight smackdown is yes. gonna be the crown jewel of the week. years, man. A billion dollar deal, Fox, to bring SmackDown from USA. That's huge. And I think that's just... And I'm a stockholder in WWE. Oh, so that oh, makes me feel great. Oh, that's huge, man. That's so I mean. don't give a F if the product is terrible. I, I'm <laughs> like, we're doing billion dollar deals out here. I did not know that. But you're doing good business dealing with uh, the WWE. And, um, you know, the thing that's... That's, super... that's my dog making an appearance on episode one now. She made an appearance on episode zero. But she get continues those, to know when the record button is hit. Cameos in. Yes. Um, it's amazing. And it just shows you... Uh, the power and the, the, the importance of professional wrestling. Because you can clown it, you can talk about it, you can say it's fake, you can say it's this or it's that. So, so let's get into this first. Let's keep the people up to date. Yes, sir. Wednesday night, AEW, I think they had like 1.4 million viewers. And AEW only had, I'm sorry, and NXT. NXT only had like 900,000, something like that. So they won week one. They did. They, they won, won week one. Do you think it was because AEW had that two-week start? And then people were like, I know, I'm sorry, NXT had the two-week start. And people were like, okay, I know what this is about. No. But I'm very curious about this AEW thing. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. I think that the modern uh, pro wrestling fan or just a modern television viewer wants something new. And I think that AEW can provide that. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the World Wrestling Federation is kind of stagnant. A couple things before we get into the reason people come to this show is to laugh okay. and look at the angles. Because we have over 30 years of pistons and wrestling yes. knowledge in our mind we're never even when the girls tease us we were like hey f you wrestling is real exactly so uh exactly. even when the pistons were bad i mean oh, man. i remember i don't even want to get into it because that's for a latter episode we're going to talk about the biggest jobbers in pistons history but you know, we've uh, had some i hope nobody steals our ideas see we can't let them all out no, that's we, can't, we can't let them all out <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be siphoned. Is there really competition for the WWE? It is. 
national TV billion dollar deals. Is there really? Does it matter? I'm sure they're laughing at the 1.5. They probably have 5 million people watching SmackDown. But now this is what I'm. This and I'm a WWE mark. That's why I probably said with a little bias. Well, you have uh, interest in a uh, shareholder interest, so of course. <laughs> you, uh, outside of that, outside even if I didn't, I'm course, like, is yes. there really? Or are we just hyping it up in our own mind as wrestling fans to say? No, man. It's it's a, it's a new resurgence. I believe it's real. So anyway, let's get into this. Tonight will be the like Super Bowl of the week or the you know the cap on it we yes. have Monday Monday was an awesome show too I loved it Monday my, my favorite wrestler not Sonny King but Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley put a tongue tonsil on Lana, Lana can you and you know that? what certifies it is awesome is that remember the rock came back when Rusev was the real Rusev before he was fake and right Rusev interrupted him and he said now uh, I will say this Lana you are bad. smoking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he, he called it like it was. He was like, look, look I'm going to say this. Lotta, you are smoking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love it. He, he gave it straight. He so we got Pistons Monday, preseason game. I'm just excited to see D-Rose. Oh, yeah. I think everybody is. He is like, uh, probably like Jack Swagger came to AEW. Everybody was excited to see him. The rumors that leaked earlier in the day. Everybody's excited to see D-Rose. I will say this for those. I love to give little tidbits. Mm-hmm. If you want a piece of D Rose sneakers, Kansas, the University of Kansas used to have a an Adidas contract. I don't know if they still have it. Okay. And D Rose, they used to wear D Rose sneakers back before the injuries. And there's still some Kansas color D Rose sevens and eights out there, but people will never know. You could just wear them to the Pistons game. Uh, and it'll look like you got on D Rose so Pistons my, colorways. My question to you because you know I'm the sneakerhead. Oh, of course, no. So no, I, I actually I posted on my personal Twitter today the link to the Kansas Adidas sneakers, so you can walk up in the first game like, hey, now that's we're big stunting time. on them. That's big time. That's big time. Now I got a question. Now is is Derrick Rose still under contract with Adidas, or is that so? He has a lifetime contract. Oh. They always have to issue shoes as long as he's in the league. Wow. You may not see any commercials because obviously Harden is their cash king at this point. But Impressive. What happened was they, I think his brother gets like 50000 just for being his brother every year. He has the best shoe contract in the history of mankind. I talked about this on the Locked on Pistons podcast one day. But... We'll save that for, you know, conversation for a different day. You got it. Hell in a Cell is Sunday night. This is like the 2019 version of Halloween Havoc. Do you miss Halloween Havoc? I definitely miss Halloween Havoc. I miss Halloween Havoc. I was able to attend Halloween Havoc down at the Joe. When the Giant threw, there we go. Hogan. For those those who don't know, now we're targeted at the 30 plus audience, but when it was in Detroit, can you tell the... Quick 30-second synopsis. Yes, it was uh, October 95. It was Hulk Hogan against uh, the Big Show, the Giant. And uh, they had a monster truck match. And then after the monster which truck Which was match, terrible. Which and in kid eyes, it was awesome. Oh, was and then thing. now you look back at it, you're like, what, what in the hell? We? Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, the Big Show threw Hogan off, or Hogan threw the Big Show off of Cobo Hall. Into the Detroit River, supposedly. And, and he, <laughs> yes, yes. And then he came back 10 minutes later, not wet, ready to wrestle. So... Uh, those are the things that you uh, uh, to extend your disbelief, you know, as a child in the wrestling fan. But, but it was awesome. It was. It was bad. It was so bad that it was good. He you probably know, only fell like two feet. You know, exactly. I mean, you know, we're talking about. They the, probably had a podium set up. 
you know, and now with the WWE Network, I think there probably is some type of, uh, uh, you know, behind the scenes footage or something like that. It'd be real cool one day to yeah. see if they... I know they had the stuff up with Mr. Perfect. Yes. When they would show him dunking, he was like it. jumping off yeah, a table yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. You're like, you know, Kurt Henning cannot <laughs> dunk. What in the world? Yes. All right. So anyway, we're going to keep it PG. But yes. today, yes. we're talking about the scariest wrestlers of all time. You have three. I have three of the scariest Pistons of all time. Okay. Excellent. All right. All right. We didn't practice this before, so it's all organic. And the reason why, the theme, he is one scary son of a something. Bringing back the mandible claw. These these kids today don't even understand how... And then the angles that they shoot him at are hella scary. Like, two weeks ago when um he had uh the big guy, get these hands. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman yes, yes. in the mandible claw. And then Seth Rollins sitting in the corner. I'm Crying, like, get up out of here! I'm like, get he's, out a, here. he's looking like a loser. Yeah. Look, look, look. look. And this is your world champion. Oh, my God. I, I got to tell but you. But I'll tell you this. The Fiend, would you admit, if you were a child, wouldn't you be scared I as heck? wish I was a kid now, just so that I could interpret The Fiend as a kid. Okay. He's super cool. Super he cool. He is hella scary. He is. And then to mix it up with the Firefly Funhouse, oh, which is man. hella weird. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They put a lot of work into this. And this is another reason why I say AEW will never be able to, because the production value of it all. With the fiend, the lights, everything. That character would never work in AEW. That is true. But AEW has stellar matches. So, who do you have as your top three all-time scariest wrestlers? Okay, well, I have a top three. But since I'm doing this fun uh, uh, podcast here with you, I got to have an honorable mention. Just one honorable mention before I get into okay. Okay. my top three. And my uh, honorable mention is Sika. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Specifically (laughs) using Sika for you because in the summer of 1988, we spent the summer at my aunt's home in Ohio. And uh, the wrestlers, the WWF wrestlers at the time, were traveling to a suburb of Dayton, Ohio. And Jimmy Hart, Danny Davis, and the Honky Tonk Man were at a Bob Evans. So my aunt came home. uh, She was at the restaurant. And she saw the wrestlers. And she knew we were big fans and took us to go meet them. Well, before we got into the car and before we went to Bob Evans to go see the wrestlers. This is so awesome. This guy was crying and hollering and so scared (laughs) because he thought Sika was going to get him. Sika was nowhere near the Bob Evans. Sika was nowhere at this place. But he was worried. He was scared that Seeker was going to get me. So, yes, look, that's my honorable mention. Look, and as a child, didn't he walk down the aisle eating like raw, raw meat? Chicken. Okay, so that is scary. Come on, man. And then, I, yes. And then my dad, God rest his soul. Yes. We use it as a form of discipline. We'd be in the store. Seeker going to get you. Seeker going to get you if you don't start. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then I'm scared real. Seeker going to come get me at okay, night. See. I'm like, all right, okay. All <laughs> I'm right. like, so, all right, that's the ultimate path. <laughs> hey, look, I was scared of Sika. Is he related to The Rock? He is. I was he like, is. Look, he all is. right, he is. I don't know why I was so scared of Sika. I didn't go to WrestleMania three because I thought Sika was going was to get, get me. So, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be anywhere in the building if with this. He man. gonna be there. I don't want to be. <laughs> hey, look, so, yes, look, yes. let's go the other way. That's a good one. Yes, that was my honorable mention. Honorable mention. My first scariest wrestler. I'm going with nails uh in a the, the, the prison guy yes oh my goodness and i'm gonna tell he you he wasn't why. scary to me he was lame i'm gonna tell you why he's scary 
because they use a voice modulator when he first come on the scene for his uh, vignettes. And when they were uh, doing it, he had this just deep and gruff and scary voice. And he was spitting and slobbering all over the place. And he just looked like a, and he was in prison. He had an orange jumpsuit. And he just looked. Just, just, I don't just, remember anything past the boss man feud. But was, now, was he reincarnated as another character? Let me tell you why that's scary. Because if you do the research, the fellow who played Nails, or uh, let me see, the sacrilege, who didn't play him, but the wrestler who performed that role, uh, he actually assaulted Vince McMahon. <laughs> I didn't know this. And he claimed that Vince McMahon uh, made sexual advances t- towards him, so he decided to choke him. It, it, Wait, what did Vince McMahon say when he was on the talk show? We'll call the authorities. We'll call the authorities. Yeah, right. We'll show it to you, Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. We'll call the authorities. I guess he called the authorities. He did. He did. So yes, check it out. There is there is background on that. So that's one of the reasons why nails is one of the scariest. You got nails, but number three mm-hmm. on my list of scariest pistons has to be Reggie Jackson. Now, please explain that to Do me. I need to explain? First of all, most basketball players, they look small on TV. But when you see them in person, they're pretty big guys. Right. Reggie Jackson is a pretty big guy. Pretty muscular. He is. Has a face for radio. I mean, if you if you have to <laughs> check this guy. Imagine seeing him at the YMCA, just a normal pickup game. Well, he is not a handsome fellow by no means. So I think so. Uh, number three, I was gonna put him at honorable mention. Okay, okay. nicest guy you'll ever meet. Okay. I met him once. Okay, he's a good um, guy. but That's we gotta call a spade a spade. Gotta call it. I gotta call you see it. If you see him at the gym, you're like, God dang, why I gotta check this guy? First of all, he's he's a mountain tall. Right. He got handles. Yes. All the crap you want to talk about, Reggie Jackson, the guy can play compared to us normal mortals. Oh, okay, no doubt, no doubt. And on top. He's like a, a, a I don't I don't want to say anything racist. I'm a black guy, so I could say it. But number three on the list is definitely. Hey, tell him how you feel. Let him have it. Hey, I can edit this out. Can you imagine a like a six five California raisin coming at you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Everything's oh my god. missing but the old songs. You got it. The, the, the bug eyes, the whole deal. Yes. Okay. I, I, I Who's a, number two on your list? Number two. Uh, this may be a bit of a, a, a shocker here or, or unnormal pick, but I'm going to go with Andre the Giant. In 1984, LJN, the company that produced the wrestling figures, used to provide posters along with those wrestling figures. And today, if you look at the poster that came with the Andre the Giant action figure, it's uh, just horrifying. I mean, especially the Afro era. Do, do a Google, Google search out there. Put it in the Google machine. LJN 1984 Andre the Giant poster. I rest my case. I rest my case. You'll see. Now, I did see his HBO documentary. Which was really good. His daughter's on there. Which I didn't know. I I knew he had a daughter, but I didn't know that she wanted anything to do with him or there was... That's a must-watch. I usually do must-watches at the end of this podcast, but you got to watch the Andre Giant documentary I, I must say i must say as something as a historian there was a bit of uh historical inaccuracies but for the footage and the uh, uh um you know respect paid to andre great great, great it is a great document so we'll leave it at that because we're already going along my number two is ben wallace mm-hmm. i'm gonna post some pictures on the twitter account again okay imagine not not i'm not talking about face made for radio very nice guy still involved with the organization yes, yes. owns the grand rapids drive the afro 
was ridiculous. It was nappy. Can you imagine showing up to the YMCA trying to play him in the game? And you know, they're like, Eric, you're on a den over there. You're like, I'm not, I hope I get a putback that comes my way. Jeez. <laughs> Give me a break. There's nothing. But happening. then people would say, oh, the Afro is bad. You know what I mean? But when he went to the braids, it got worse because it would just be like, my friend used to say, Ben Wallace got a whole lot of face. And he, well, he does. He did. <laughs> he got a whole lot of He did. And then he's always looking mad on the court. Not like a fun mad like Dennis Rodman. I'm no. talking about like. Exactly. Like the cops are waiting on me in the back type. No, he was a he was a bad looking Alabama uh, man that just looked like he was yeah. uh, all business, and he was. He yeah, was all I business. mean that that has to be. But number one, I think I'm gonna blow away, and it's gonna have nothing but laughs. But I'm waiting on your number one scariest wrestler. I'm gonna have to go with my number one, and I, I, it's it's a bit of a. And the fiend obvious, is not it. The fiend is not. Oh, okay, it. but he's scary. Not. He is scary. Okay, he's the new age, new wave, scary guy. But I'm gonna have to go. With the Undertaker, and the reason why I'm on Kane, the Undertaker, or the Undertaker. Hey, I'm just joking. No, with no, you. no, I see. Now that's that's how you know that you're down. You got to, you know the history because Undertaker debuted. Many people don't know as, as Kane, Kane, the Undertaker, with a C A I N, the first man who committed murder. Uh, Kane from the Bible. So uh, another special uh, moment here was because the first time that he debuted on national television, which was the pay per view. Survivor Series 1990, I was actually at your home. Man, it was so amazing to see this seven-foot guy coming out there in the old Undertaker Western garb with the long coat. Man, that was hella scary. As a matter of fact, I couldn't go to sleep that night. Oh, no. I couldn't. I could not go to sleep because in Ted DiBiase's laugh, the Undertaker! Yes, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, my gosh. To be a kid again. Man. That night, I probably stayed up the whole night because I remember I was like, the Undertaker is going to come get me. (laughs) (laughs) He is going (laughs) to come put me. And then how his eyes look dead. (laughs) Number one scariest piston of all time. Oh, man. Olden Polonies. Oh, Man. Olden Polonies, again, I'm sure he's a super nice guy. So he's a combination of Ben Wallace and Reggie Jackson. He is. Face made for radio with the arms Gosh. like Calvin Johnson. You don't want to see him at the gym. Um, f- very famous for airballing free throws, and nobody would laugh because, <laughs> like, when Sika come get me, maybe Opolonies come get me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to see that guy in a pickup game or if he came in his room right now. No way. No, he was walking destruction, man. The big O, he was tough. He was definitely tough, and I agree. Uh, Odin Polonese was one scary son of a gun. I did go to Hell in a Cell here two years ago. Did you at the LCA? Was that a good show? It was. I mean, everybody just went to go see Shane jump off the top. You knew that was going to happen, but um, what made it really cool was I I still have Piston season tickets. I went like to LCA like three nights in a row because the Pistons actually straddled um, Hell in a Cell. So that was awesome. I think it was the first wrestling event ever there. No, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Now, who stole the night that night was New Day and um, Nakamura? No, the Rock's nephews that are twins. Oh, the Usos. The Usos. Yes. If you get a chance, go back, watch that Hell in a Cell 2017 unbelievable match they did some creative things with the kindle sticks it was great and lca was brand new I yes mean, the, the the toilets were clean let me ask you something you've been to the silver dome you've been to the palace all of these uh major detroit sports uh haunts 
What do you think of the LCA? What do you make of this? Uh, I'm just an 80s guy. I love the palace. But when I went there two weeks ago, that place is ridiculously far. I, I think it wasn't far yes. to me because I was always excited to go. go right. I didn't care if the Pistons were playing the Utah Jazz or anything. It was anything. a journey. Yes, yes. But I went the other day. Like Usually when I rode out there, I would listen to the pregame for mm-hmm. the Pistons. But... It is ridiculously far. I mean, I went, it was just my mom, and it's just quiet in the car. <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy. There's nowhere to grab a beer. Which, when you're a kid, you don't think about that. No. But no. you do want to get there Not early and right. walk around. So LCA does have it beat, but I wish LCA, the only thing the Palace has on LCA, well, the Palace is my favorite of all time. I've been everywhere Pepsi, I've been to Staples. I saw actually Kobe play at Staples. Did State. you? Yeah, wow. the year the Golden State won. But the Palace is my favorite because I have so many memories with you, my yes. dad there. You can't yes. take memories away. Definitely. But having its own private parking, priceless. Because you're parking downtown randomly on the street or you're paying like $45 to That's be in insane. one of their garages. That so, is just insane. Yes.